Hi, I'm Vicky Brown here from the Cool Plans Experience. Hi, Vicky, how are you doing today? Very well, Ray. Delighted to be here. Thanks. Great. So uh, perhaps you'll tell us about the genesis for the Cool Plans Experience and what was the need for it? Yeah, so the reason the Cool Planet Experience came about was really born out of a lot of frustration on the lack of conversation around climate change and people yeah. not really understanding what they can do themselves. And that sort of started about three years ago. Um, and in fairness, I think the conversation has shifted considerably, particularly in the last year. But having said that, people are still looking for something else. So Cool Planet Experience was set up to give people um, a way of engaging with the issue, but that was also fun as well, yeah. so that there was a bit of enjoyment. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah I mean, uh, I've experienced it myself. I brought the kids. I think I, I said on the previous podcast and, and afterwards, you know, they loved it. They, they wanted to work there. They wanted to get summer jobs there. There really is an, an experience and I recommend it to anyone. I mean, what's the traction been like since you opened and what's the feedback been? Yeah, so we opened only on March 15th um, and actually quite ironically the reason when we opened we tried to open about twice and then extreme weather event prevented us from opening right. twice, we had so much snow up here. Yeah. So um, it, I think it was a headline, you know, climate change forces climate change centre not to open or something mm. like that. Yeah. But the traction's been great, uh, we've had about 8,500 visitors through since we opened yeah. um, and of those a lot of them are school groups. Interestingly enough, when we first set it up, we thought really the first types, the group that will come most will be primary school kids, but yeah. we're actually getting an awful lot of secondary school, both sort of first, second years and transition year students. Um, and then at summertime, we found a lot of grandparents were bringing their kids up, yeah. uh, looking for something fun to do, but it was also educational. So everything that we do has an educational outcome attached to it, but at the same time, the kids might be playing a game around saving a city in 2050, and they don't you know, necessarily know that they're learning something yeah. at the same time. Sure, that's the best way, isn't it? You're learning by doing, and you know the fun aspect of it, or gamification of it, it makes it sink in. My kids could remember facts about it on the car home you know that's normally you know would go in one ear come out the other so yeah no, fair play and actually they often say about most kind of uh, museum type experiences you're lucky if you remember three things but i actually think kids learn a lot more than just that and yeah. what you're just saying we've had that feedback from an awful lot of people where you know they're sitting over dinner and the kids are talking about maybe not eating as much red meat or what plastic is doing in our oceans or asking their parents why did they buy that three litre engine car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's good when they start challenging the parents on their sustainability practices. I think you're, you're creating a future champions. I mean, on that topic, you are trying to recruit uh, in the same way as um, we see some of the other kind of major leaders, Al Gore and his presentations. You're trying to recruit local champions as well from around the country. Yeah, and we make no bones about this. We're kind of copying what Al Gore does. And in fact, the people who are involved with me on the training are we're all trained but through Al Gore's Climate Reality Project. So last year, we trained 26 individuals across the country. And what we do is we give them the skills to be able to talk about and to take what we call climate action. So that could be either giving a presentation. It might be the next time your politician knocks on your door that you say, well, what are you doing for our local town, our local village, um, particularly around climate adaptation, which is kind of where we're at at the moment now in, in for many villages and towns. Um, but equally, it gives them just the skills to even have a conversation with their friends, because really when we look at what influences and what changes behaviour, it's very much that peer-to-peer -peer piece. So it's done in a very informal, very nice way. So we're running a second training on the 16th and 17th of November, and we're looking for 50 this time across the country and we just want to build up the, the ranks on, on that. Yeah, good. Great initiative. Um, definitely we'll, we'll, we'll publish that out on the Climate Cocktail Club website as well. That'll be really good. I think a lot of people will be interested in that. Um, in terms of the centre itself, 
what do you think of the plans for it in the next, say, 12, 24 months in Ireland? How are you going to grow the centre and grow the different experiences? Sure. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, the challenge that we have is obviously we want to reach more people and we're not prepared to sort of sit back um, with just the numbers that we have. So one of the things we're doing is obviously we have an education programme and that is linked to the primary school and the secondary school curriculum. So we're rolling out that through our workshops here on site. Um, and then we hope as we grow that, that we can actually be able to go provide that in schools as necessary. Mm. But we're finding a lot of schools are coming to us and they're asking us to get engaged with, say, third year projects as part of the junior cert, that type of thing. So that will grow and only continue to grow. Um, then we're also uh, looking at corporate events and what we can do with companies. Because, you know, people are also looking for something more meaningful in their companies, yep. but thinking, how do they address this issue in a different way? Um, and we don't want to do that sort of standard corporate event where you kind of run around in four by four car necessarily. We're not saying that's a bad thing, but we're looking for different, more creative ways around that. So we really hope to grow those two markets considerably. Yep. Um, and then in terms of that's Ireland and that's what we want to do in Ireland. Um, we have another agenda, which is called Cool Planet Convince. Uh, yep. So while the centre is very much about engaging people, Convince is very much about engaging businesses and we want to try and get companies to think differently about how they do things. So we've started that progress working um, with uh, Rory Kelleher is heading that up uh, for us at the moment and it's going very well. Um, and I think that's something that's going to be rolled out even more uh, internationally too. Excellent. Um, and the, the centre itself, you have, I mean, really big plans to roll the centre out, replicate it, but also multiply the size and the experience in, in different jurisdictions around the world. I mean, how's that going for you? Yeah. So here in Wicklow, obviously, our centre, we have what we have now, but we actually have been given an additional 200 metres of space. So next year, we'll be actively looking for people to get involved with us on that, and we want to grow the experience here. Internationally, we're uh, opening in Dubai in Festival City Mall. So we're working with partners over in Dubai. So we're in progress. We're in design with them at the moment. It's going to be about four to five times bigger than what we have here. Uh, we're also in discussions to open up one in Sydney. Um, and we have had um, expressions of interest in the UK and USA as well. So there is no end of opportunity for Cool Planet. Um, and uh, we're going to take it on. Yeah, no. Fair play to you. I think it's a great experience. I'd love to see it open up elsewhere. And I think, you know, in, in 12 months, 24 months time, we'll be probably looking back at this thinking that Cool Planet Experiences was a very good export from Ireland, an idea created in Ireland, executed well, and then brought to the rest of the world. And it, it shows a sign of how Ireland, even though it's a small country, can play a leadership position in the whole agenda. So, Vicky, thank you very much for taking the time with me today. Thank you and, very much. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by BVP investing in sustainability through innovation.